0: Well, hey, Fellowship, it's great to be back on a podcast. Um, I am Claude Acho, uh, one of our pastors and uh, part of our staff team. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, Lent, what it is, uh, how you can engage with it, uh, and why it is a a valuable thing in our discipleship as Christians. Um, With me at the table talking and discussing are Brian Crenshaw and Laura DePriest. I'm excited for you all to sit down and talk about Lent uh, together. So maybe we could just start off our conversation this way. Um, From your understanding experience, uh, how would you respond to somebody coming up to you and being like, hey, what's this Lent deal all about?
1: Well, I think for me, I grew up um, observing the liturgical calendar. And so for me and my family, Lent was a really big part of our year. Um, Not just Easter, but the weeks leading up to it and um, specifically during Holy Week I have a lot of really uh, fond memories of celebrating Monday Thursday and a service of darkness and um, and Good Friday which really spiritually speaking set me up to fully celebrate Easter and the resurrection and so for me I um, I have really uh, like I have a strong attachment to Lent from a spiritual perspective, because it really helped shape me and form me. Um, and as an adult, it's been uh, kind of hit or miss because uh, at Fellowship, we have not been um, consistent with, with celebrating or observing Lent in the same way that I was um, as a child, but it's still been a big part of my um, shaping every year and, and just something that I look forward to and really see as um, a really like key part of my relationship with the Lord. So it hasn't always involved fasting from things, um, although sometimes it has, but for the most part it's just been um, kind of like a, a way to read scripture and through a certain lens that uh, was had a very marked start and end time, and I think for me that was really powerful.
0: That's really helpful um, because not a lot of people, I think, look forward to Lent, mm-hmm. right? It's a thing that it seems like in some common understandings or misconceptions rather can be like a punishment or like this season of like, um, you know, self-flagellation and and Mm -hmm. just sort of like putting burdens upon ourselves. So, um, Brian Crenshaw, what what would you add to that? When you think of Lent and uh, what it is, how would you explain it and guide us a little bit in that?
2: Yeah. I, I, I think for me, um, you know, my context growing up was uh, I grew up in a small, very small, you know, 30, 40 people, uh, Baptist church, just a little country church, a sweet congregation. Um, but really for, for me in, in one vein, um, you know, the Easter season really started uh, a good Friday, you know, or, or maybe Palm Sunday if we were lucky. Uh, um, and so it felt like, Uh, growing up there was just a real short Easter season Um, but in some ways uh, on another vein I I look back and think that I guess that was a more formal uh, thing uh, through our church but informally there was a lot of preparation you know you're you're starting to see flowers bloom and Mm -hmm. my grandmothers and my mother like getting things ready and and there's just kind of a different um, feeling in the air as as the, the just the the days get uh longer and and there's more sunshine and so I think for for me um formally I just did not really experience a lot of that was very new to that um some misinformation thought that was kind of weird I might see someone with ashes on their forehead or hear a little bit about Mardi Gras or you know some of those things but really did not connect any of uh Lent to uh Easter um and, and so as a as a started that journey, it was really more through just of of recent years with our family and having, uh, you know, watched other pastors that I work with uh, that come from different traditions, experience that, have started to explore that on my own. So it's, it's something I'm very new to. Mm -hmm. Um, but I found a lot of richness in that. Uh, we, you know, for us as a, as a family, um, we've been a little, uh, sporadic in how we've, have we observed that I, I think for us, or for me personally it started with giving up some you know media or giving up you know chocolate or something simple like that but but over the years it's grown into really something that was not as exciting to take part in because of just some of the misnomers about it but it's something i actually look forward to it's a real time of reflection uh, a real time of preparing my heart coming out of winter coming out of like this mm-hmm. hibernation season really looking at my sin really um, thinking about the cross. And so for me, it's been a real blessing to, um, stretch out the Easter season into a longer period for me. And, 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 uh, so I think it's been very special, but something I'm really just getting my arms, uh, around, uh, in this season of life.
0: Mm-hmm. That's helpful. I think there's some key, um, ideas and words that you use there that I would use too, to, to talk about Lent of, uh, a sort of time of reflection as we get, um, our minds and our hearts oriented toward Easter. Right. And I think some of the ways that I would encourage people to conceive of Lent, I think maybe just as they try to wrap their heads around it, if it's it's a, something that maybe is newer or maybe they're they're dealing with misconceptions is sort of a time where we as the church journey with Jesus towards the cross. Right. And then, and that being that season of that, that 40 days, not including those Sundays, but 40 days toward Easter um, where we are, um, you know, making space in our minds and our hearts, making room, um, for, uh, reflecting on who we are and who Christ is. And I think you mentioned Crenshaw self-reflection, right? As being a big part of that. It yep. reminded me of a, a, quote that I just, um, pulled out of, uh, a book that I have about Lent. Uh, it says that Lent is a spiritual cur- curation process where we submit ourselves to a time of reflection and surrender. Um, and so this this sort of like opportunity where we can really reflect on who we are, where we are. Uh, obviously, a big part of that is repenting, reflecting on our sin um, so that um, so that when as Easter comes, we can rejoice all mm-hmm. the more at what Jesus has done. And and so in that way, I think uh, thinking through these things and Lent, observing Lent in these sorts of ways can r- really is meant to deepen mm-hmm. right and and make easter significant yeah. where uh instead of just being like looking up and being like oh it's good friday you know right. like mm-hmm. I, right. I, 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 I that's uh how did that happen so fast well, right we, we've, we've been I journeying think, that way i
1: think that that's true for everything like we can't fully we can't fully experience joy we I mean, what is the quote? We experience joy to the degree that we experience, you know, the valley and I feel like that mm-hmm. that this is very similar yeah. where it's like yeah. marking this period of time every year. I mean Easter comes every single year, you know. Yes like Easter morning is a celebration and the resurrection is something to celebrate every year but it yeah you're right it deepens that um, like we have a deeper understanding um, and appreciation for the cross when we have like entered into that suffering in some sort of way Um, and my favorite my favorite memory of of experiencing lent, lent as a child was was just the imagery of like i mentioned that service of darkness because it was i mean we literally and i'm not saying that this is the only way to do it but for me this was powerful that we literally covered the cross with a black um, sheet we covered. I mean everything in our church, you know, in our sanctuary that was representative of light and life, we covered during that service, and we entered and I mean we exited in silence. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, like that was just such a such a visual reminder of like this is what it must have felt like when mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. died, and just to kind of allow yourself to sit there in that. I mean, similar to how we've done when we've when we've had Good Friday services in the past, where we just are allowing ourselves to experience and feel some of a slight amount of that suffering. Mm-hmm. And then Easter morning is just like, I mean, it's just that much bigger and that much more of a celebration. And I feel like for me spiritually, like I can't fully experience that joy if I have not entered into some of that suffering. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and I think that's such a helpful picture Mm -hmm. too. And, uh, maybe we can shift a little bit to like how, so how do we then, how do we engage this? How do we do some of that preparing? How do we journey with Jesus toward the cross through observing Lent and that self-reflection, like what what can that look like?
2: Yeah, I mean, one thing, and, and just to your, your prior point, um, I think Advent has done that for me as well with Christmas. Christmas yeah. felt pretty rushed yeah. growing up uh, in, in some ways, at least corporately in church, not necessarily in family, but um, so I, I think for me, just this, this journey in general uh, has been kind of a slowing Around the advent season leading up to Christmas or around the Lent season leading up to Easter and, and just some some of the journey I've been on of just slowing in general and, and we've talked through some of that as a staff and and read a couple of books that that really discuss slowing down and I, I think to, to hit on that of just our culture is so busy and we're, we're faced with so many things that that come at us that are interruptions. Um, and so I, I think anything from for me that that helps, Uh, Me slow going into a season um, That's so important like Christmas or Easter uh, that that those things are very uh, critical for me, but I I think one thing I would I would challenge for anyone that's maybe new to this or that uh, Is just starting on the front end of that journey would be to identify some things that they're they may be already practiced practicing some Lent um type things without practicing Lent. like Mm -hmm. i look back at at just some things in in my world growing up and and even though we didn't mark it formally there were some rhythms and and some things that we were already doing as a family that our hearts were being drawn to the cross Mm -hmm. and being drawn to celebrate the resurrection and so i think one starting point would be just identify uh, some things in your life that you're already doing that bring your heart towards mm-hmm. Christ during this season. Mm-hmm. And it may not be formal, it may not be something that uh, you, you would read as a a guide for Lent necessarily, but for you and your family, for your mm-hmm. own heart, they may be things that are really uh, stretching that time out and, and helping you really reflect deeply on mm-hmm. the cross and the resurrection. It's so. really helpful.
0: Yeah, and you know, if somebody, you know, if we, someone is listening and they want to go like sort of like know some of the classic route I think Lent is associated with you know prayer and fasting mm-hmm. and uh, an almsgiving so like g- generous giving to to the needy and to the poor and um, those are great ways to, to engage in and, um, and they each sort of you know show us something right like fasting shows us you know the discipline that, that is needed to to turn away from sin and to turn to God and we we pull back from a good thing food in order to try to set our minds and our hearts on on the greater good, which mm-hmm. is which is God Himself, and then what's really cool it leads us into um, leads us into Easter, right? Where Easter is a season of fasting yeah. or a feasting rather, and mm-hmm. so the fasting prepares us for the feasting. You know, what's neat with some of the church calendar stuff is, you know, Lent is that forty days, but then Easter is this mm-hmm. fifty days, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the feasting always beats the fasting, yeah. right? With God' mercy always. Triumphs over of our sin, and so we so we celebrate. And yeah. I think what's also really cool, um, and I've just really seen this recently, was you know uh, even you know Sundays are these mini Easters, right, where we gather with the church mm-hmm. to celebrate Jesus. And so when you fast in Lent, you don't you don't have to fast on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you're fasting from, you know, enjoy that. You can enjoy that on on mm-hmm. Sunday, and and because we're celebrating yeah. that Jesus is risen. So I, I would say those three can be a way for people to start um, if they're wondering what that might look like. And even if you're listening to this and you're like, well, great, we're like seven days into Lent, like I'm already, right. you know, failed. And it's it's like, "That's who cares? And honestly, that's sort of the point, right? In, in this season, we're recognizing that even as we take on um, these things that we want to engage in, we're going to fail at them. Yeah. We're not going to do them perfectly, and that's that's really part of what mm-hmm. we're doing is we're recognizing our weakness and, and turning toward toward yeah. Christ. So let me let me let me add, let me yeah, add
2: real quick. Let me add into that just some some things that might play into our language as a church because we use around some of our groups um, the language of up in and out. And I heard I read something that uh, I thought was was helpful for me. When, when talking about those three practices of, of Lent, of prayer, fasting, and giving, um, that, that prayer is, is justice towards God, Uh, fasting is justice towards ourselves and giving is justice towards others or in in a way to look at it you know the 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 prayer piece is is the up piece in our language of fellowship Um, it's how we engage God Uh, the fasting helps us engage others I'm sorry engage ourselves kind of the in piece and then the others piece uh, how we engage others through giving uh, is kind of that out piece so in, in our everyday language as fellowship that's that's one way that I would look at those three practices of how do I engage upward towards God, inwards towards self, and then outwards towards others. And those three practices that you mentioned all, you know, play into that, make sense. You know, it's not some hard, fast rule, but those are three very classical core practices of of, of Lent. And to, uh, yeah, explore those as a family, personally, um, just, you know, how can we do some intentional things along those routes uh, during, during this time?
1: And I think too, like when I'm thinking about with my kids, you know, and I think there's we have a tendency as a culture to rush through to the good part of everything, um, yeah. and it kind of speaks to what you're saying, Brian, about rushing in general. But even just rushing towards the happy ending, you know. And I think especially with kids, when we're talking about Jesus and His life and death and resurrection, I think it's really tempting for us to skip over the gory, sad, really dark parts mm-hmm. of of Jesus' life, and I think this is a real opportunity for us to slow down, especially during Holy Week, if you can't prolong it during all of Lent, like it's not too late. Holy Week at the very least can be a week of concentration on those parts of Scriptures that are harder to read to our kids and even harder to read for ourselves. Um, those chapters, I think, are are really important, and do, and then to sit in those and let it feel unresolved. You know, I think that that's, that's a discipline that I think as a culture like we, we need to do, you know? Um, and I think that's important to teach our kids, um, no matter what their age, you know, like we can sit in this and yes, we know that Jesus is gonna, is gonna resurrect, but, but it's important for us to remember that like that was a gift to us, you know, that was, and, and that it's something that, um, we didn't deserve. And so to sit in that, I think is really powerful for them too, for our kids.
2: Well, and I was going to add to just reflecting on this in this season, just COVID, um, and where that has us. You know, normally in in the Lent season, I will take some intentional time to withdraw. I think as you look at the 40 days uh, of, of fasting, that's to uh, be something that we uh, take part in uh, to celebrate and reflect on Jesus uh, fasting uh, and being or being tempted in the desert for 40 days, um, and so. You know for me I would normally withdraw um, to kind of a desolate place uh, or a wilderness time so to speak and I think in COVID I almost wonder uh, I know it's tough but I almost wonder I'm exploring haven't figured this out yet but how do I maybe reverse that in the season where it's felt pretty desolate Um, not say I wouldn't wouldn't have some personal time um, but maybe how do I shift that during this season to where and it feels like in some ways I've been in a mm-hmm. desert place for a year. Yeah. And, and so how can maybe how can I think of that a little differently during this season mm-hmm. uh, to where you know, it may not be the best advice to tell people and go withdraw and be in a desolate, right. a desolate <laughs> right. place when, when you, you felt so uh, apart in, in general. So I'm kind of toying with that. I, I did have a, a backpacking trip with my brother uh, last month that, that kind of launched some of this for, for me. So I did get away and I think some of that's helpful. Uh, but it just looks different in this season uh, for me for whatever reason
1: and I think while and that's a really good point I think while we can't obviously fully identify with Jesus I do think there's some comfort in knowing like he like in some of the ways and we have we have suffered in some small ways all of us Mm -hmm. in different ways and some of us more so than others but um, just to recognize that like it might not sound fun to enter intentionally <laughs> into more suffering yeah. you know uh, during Lent, especially right now, but I think also the flip side of that is that like we're not alone, and that jesus mm-hmm. Jesus did that, and I think that mm-hmm. that's that's really comforting
0: yeah that's what does this Lent. look
2: like for you growing up uh, your your past history with it what's what's that journey been like for you
0: yeah the, i I didn't really have too much of a history with Lent growing up, um you know. I don't think any of the churches that I went to as a as a child or adolescent that was a, talked about much. I spent about four years in high school as part of the Catholic church. Um, so things were happening. I was not paying attention um, at that point <laughs> in time. Um, and so I think for me, this has been more something over the last few years that I've kind of come into in my own just sort of, yeah, growth and, yeah. and trying to mature mm-hmm. as a disciple. And so I definitely, resonate with so much of what both of you said. Mm-hmm. And in terms of like, I've recognized those years when it's just been like, oh, it's Easter. And I like, I know cognitively, like how deep this is, mm-hmm. but my heart is just not there yeah. in, the, mm-hmm. in, the, in the way that I want it to be. And so I think anything that can help me in that is just, is a, is a, is a gift. So, mm-hmm. and, and you know, as you just mentioned, Laura, like I think the things that I would naturally not turn toward, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I need to turn to. Mm-hmm. And that's all the stuff that's offered in Lent. Mm-hmm. So, so I see it as a gift, even though like for me, it's, it's like, I'm compelled by it, but like my, my gut instinct is mm-hmm. to like not want to do yeah. all that sort of stuff. It's mm-hmm. hard stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but there's a gift in, in that God meets us in that. So any, uh, any closing, any closing words? It's been a really rich conversation.
2: Yeah. Just real quick. I, I think with what you mentioned of, it's just not, it's not too late to start mm-hmm. you know if this is you know, something that uh, you know, we're already into to Lent, but there's no reason why you can't start now or uh, a couple of weeks from now that, that any of that that would help you slow down and, and really um, soak in that season of, of Easter uh, in a different way is, is fruitful and helpful. There's no guilt in that. And so um, again to, to tinker with and explore. Um, you know giving up something what that would look like we've done some different things as a family I've done some different things personally I think that some of the fun and and growth of of that journey is just exploring what does that what does that mean at one at one point I I just didn't want it to be about just giving up something Mm -hmm. um but also um when I give up something, placing something new, experiencing a new spiritual discipline or trying something new to instill in my week. And so uh, for me, it wasn't about just giving mm-hmm. up chocolate or social media or something like that, but it was, it was also putting something into me. So mm-hmm. I, I think just as I explore, just to have fun with it and um, to not get maybe so caught up in the rules, the end goal is to connect with Christ mm-hmm. and his resurrection, his death um, with other believers uh, within yourself personally during the season. And so um, whatever that looks like that we, that I, I would say, you know, we would hold as a church, some freedom to explore that mm-hmm. and not to feel like some rules okay. that you have to just do these rote things that create um, stress or uh, you know, legalism. legalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, but really something that enriches that time. Mm-hmm. So. That's great.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Brian and Laura for, spending your time and sharing your wisdom to uh serve serve our church uh, family and um yeah let me let me close in prayer uh, for us in uh, in this time of lent lord we do pray for um for our our church body we pray for um for every person uh, and child uh lord that no matter uh, how they might mark uh this season of lent uh, lord we ask that you would draw near to them uh, to Show them yourself, uh, your your goodness, your holiness, uh, your mercy, your grace, and your love uh, for them. And we pray, Lord, that as we journey uh, towards Easter, towards uh, reflecting upon the cross and celebrating the resurrection, that you uh, would shape us and form us, uh, Lord, that we might have a deeper sense, uh, deeper wonder, deeper worship, deeper awe uh, over all that you have done for us through your son. Pray in your name. Amen.
2: Amen.